Hello, welcome to Miss Dawn Stream. I'm your host, Bethany Doolin, and today is just an episode with me. I don't have any guests today. It's just going to be me talking to you about kind of my personality and being positive and changing your mindset and everything. But before I get into that, our last episode, we started incorporating a little bit of a rundown on where I'm at from when I recorded the last episode. So let's start off with that before we just jump right in. Um, Let's see. These past few weeks, I've been really trying to, um, which kind of has a lot to do with today's episode, change my Oh my gosh, I cannot clear my throat this morning. It's nine in the morning on a Monday. I'm sitting in my bed, kind of sitting in the mood here, sitting in my bed with a cup of coffee and we're starting off the week pretty strong. But for some reason, like my voice just, I just need to keep clearing my voice, which is obviously not the best thing to do when I'm just going to be sitting here talking. But so back to where I was at. So I've been trying to um, get in a healthier mindset with working out in fitness. That's something I have loved for probably seven or eight years now since like seventh grade I've loved learning more about health and learning more about fitness but the past year now I would say maybe even a year and a half that routine my fitness routine my health routine the mindset that I was in has kind of just slowly dwindled down to little to nothing um the beginning of this year obviously um gym shut down and everything and I just didn't go obviously they were shut down but I didn't continue working out at home really that much maybe I worked out twice within a four-month span and it was because when right before the gyms did open back up Josh and I was going and I was crying, like literally crying at the gym. Like, why don't I have motivation? Why do I not want to get better? But I'm looking in the mirror and I'm hating where I'm at. But why, if I hate it so much, why don't I want to change it? And so that's kind of where I was before um, all the gym shut down. And then we were at home and I just didn't really have that motivation at all to even work out at home. So I just did it for a while. And uh, all of that's kind of, I feel like been leading up to this, for about a year and a half now, um, right when we got engaged, we did not prioritize going to the gym. We were killing it the year before, but this past year and a half, we've let ourselves go a lot. I'm speaking Josh and I, um, we've not been going to the gym that much, uh, not working out at home, not really getting out and doing a lot of activity just in general. Our eating habits have changed just a little I feel like 75% of that is still healthy but we definitely had more ice cream dates and more runs and stuff which isn't bad but obviously that's not where we want to be that's not where we feel our best is when we're having ice cream twice a week so I feel like literally just within the past three weeks I've set back when we moved back to Kentucky we got a gym membership. Gym mem- gym started opening back up, so we slowly started going back to the gym. And I was, it I wasn't in a negative space. I don't think. I don't. I think it was like in a medium. I wasn't super motivated, but I was excited to go to the gym. So we started working out and everything. But just within the past few weeks, I've been like, okay, like I really want this. Like I want to work out three to four times a week. I want to make this happen. I want to eat healthy, and I want to do it for me. I just had. I was actually listening to another podcast. And it just clicked. The girl was saying she has been in quarantine with three of her roommates. And every single one of them, for mostly throughout quarantine, has got up in the morning, 6.30 in the morning, and went and worked out for an hour. And she was the only one in this house that did it. And she was like, I don't want to. I don't find, 
I don't love working out. I don't love fitness. And I don't, that's not where I want to do it. And she knew that if she got up every morning and did it, it wouldn't last that long. And she would probably put herself in a negative space and put herself just wouldn't be happy. So she didn't do it, but she was listening. I think she, (laughs) she was listening to a podcast about like, God gave us this body. We have to take care of it. And it just got her thinking like, okay, like I really don't like when my knees hurt when I walk down uh, the stairs. Like I've put on a few pounds and I'm not really, I don't really love that. Like I should be taking care of my body. Like I only get one body. Why am I not taking care of it? And I'm not saying, she was like, I'm not saying I will work out as crazy as my roommates, but I'm going to slowly get back into maybe eating a few healthier things, maybe going on a walk and things like that. And she was saying all of this because it was her. It wasn't her roommates pushing her. Her roommates did it, but it was her coming to that decision. And she made the decision on her own. And that just kind of clicked with me. Like I have been so bad about when I do go to the gym and it may motivate me for three to four months, six months, maybe a year, just thinking of an image of a girl in my head that I want to look like. And I'm just thinking of that at the gym. And I'm like, really? Like, you're not going to look like that if you don't run another mile. You're not going to look like that if you don't stay at this gym for 15 more minutes. Like, you can do that. And that's what was pushing me. But it was just not, it was temporary. Like, I didn't find motivation in that for very long. And then I would stop and then I would come back and be like, okay, but if you're going to look like this girl, like, you gotta, you got to stick with it this time. And I wouldn't stick with it for very long. So it's kind of been a back and forth with that for, I would say, three or four years now. And I was listening to her talk and I was like, I've got to stop this. Like if I'm going to work out, it's going to be for me. It's not because I want to look like this girl. It's because I love my body and I'm going to take care of my body. And the way you take care of your body is exercising it and feeding it healthy foods. That's like, it's pretty simple, but also it's very hard. So I was like, that's like, I, that's what I want to do. I want to take care of my body. I don't want to struggle when I'm older. I, God gave me this body and I'm supposed to take care of it. So I kind of switched my mindset, which is back to kind of what this podcast about is about today. I switched my mindset and was like, okay, I'm not doing this for anyone else. I'm doing this because I just want to work on my body. And that's the only reason I'm doing it. And, um, it, I mean, I've been three, this is going into the fourth week of working out. My goal was four days a week and I've went three days a week the past three or four, three weeks. And I'm not mad about it. I was like, I did what I could do. I'm not going to be mad. I'm not going to put myself down. We had Mexican last night. I'm not going to be mad when I wake up this morning because that's what we had. We met my grandparents for dinner and that's what we end up eating. I'm not going to yell at myself and wake up this morning. Why did you eat that? Because I wanted to eat that and I need to be okay with that. It doesn't need to be an everyday thing, but a weekly thing, that's okay. So that's kind of where I'm at. I feel like I've finally um, changed the way I was thinking over working out and it clicked for me. I don't need to do this for anyone else but me. And I mean, I've loved going to the gym. I have so much motivation because I'm not thinking of a picture of another girl in my head. I'm not thinking, I'm just in there working out because I genuinely love to work out. And without those thoughts in my head, I'm able to stay at the gym longer because I'm not mad. If you're, I was thinking of this girl and I'm just mad, like Bethany, really? And you're beating yourself up for it. Like, why can't you go a little bit longer? And 
I'm not doing that anymore. I'm just working out because and I'm listening to music or I'm thinking and I'm like, I love doing this. I love when I'm sweating. I love when I do all of this. And then I found Pilates and I walked out of that and I was like, I love it. And during Pilates, I was just thinking and you're controlling and you're just focusing on the movement. And for about 50 minutes, you're in there with other girls. You have a teacher. So you don't really have, I wasn't thinking about anything, but just the movement, my breath, what I was doing, how hard it was. And I left, I was like, that felt amazing. And I loved that because I love working out. And I feel like I've just recently went back to why I love working out. Not because I want to be someone else. It's because I really like it. I feel like I'm kind of repeating myself, but that's where I've been over the past three weeks, I month almost now, is just changing my mindset on how, on something that I love doing. Because it's so easy to kind of get yourself down or put yourself in a negative space. And that's kind of what we're talking about um, today. Um, I feel like that's a big personality trait of mine is being positive. I'm definitely a half glass, a glass half full type of person. Um, Anyone that I've ever met, friends, family, teachers, um, co-workers have always been like, I've never seen you get mad. Like, why are you so happy all the time? Or man, you're so positive. Like, what like what do you why don't you ever get mad and I think it's like I said a personality trait of mine I hate confrontation I will do literally anything to avoid confrontation which can be a good thing but also um I definitely see some negatives (laughs) in the hating confrontation sometimes I let people walk over me or I won't stand up for myself but that's something I am definitely trying to work on but um I just I feel like I've always been a pretty positive person I don't like I said I don't really like confrontation I've never really gotten a fight with any of my friends growing up um Josh and I it took us until we got very comfortable with each other to even have our first fight and obviously fights are healthy you're supposed to fight and you leave that fight feeling so much stronger and everything but carrying that on into customers friends or just random people I meet it is I can't be rude. It is very hard for me to be mean or rude to someone. And I'm not bragging about myself, but that's just kind of where my personality falls. Um, And I understand not everyone's going to react this way. I'm definitely a lot more positive and see a lot more of the positive outcomes and sides of things than Josh does. Josh definitely falls more onto maybe worrying about like, well, what if this happens? And I'm like, but it doesn't matter if that happens because things are going to happen, but you have to think what are, what is the result of things happening? And I focus more on that. I, it's not like I'm avoiding the negative things or I'm not avoiding the things that could possibly happen because of course it's life. Things are not going to go our way. Things are going to pop up and be unconven- inconvenient for us, but that's, that's just what's got to happen to get to the result. And I feel like I focus more on the result and not the things that are going to happen. I've already accepted that things are going to happen and I'm just focusing on the result. And Josh has definitely taught me like maybe I need to step back and be like, not just focus on the result, focus on a little bit more of the in-between because that's kind of, I feel like where he falls, he focuses more on the in-between and has a really hard time with patience and being able to focus on that end result so we definitely balance each other out when we have conversations it's easy it's like it's really nice to see his side and then see my side and then we can find a middle but that's just josh and i kind of where we stand on that but um every time i'm in a situation i'm always asking myself uh what do you want to portray 
like if I meet someone and they leave, I even if they were so rude to me, I've worked in customer service literally ever since I've had a job, Chick-fil-A, fast food, um, retail, I've worked at a grocery store, I've served, like everything I've done has been with customer service. So of course people are so mean and they're not always the nicest to you. I've had a guy throw a pair of jeans in my face because the Black Friday sale ended by the time he got into the store. And like... I just literally smiled and said, have a good day. Because when he, this is how I think of it. When he looks back on that situation, he's going to think, wow, she did nothing. That was, I was in the wrong. Um, I threw the pair of jeans at her. She did not pick a fight. She did not say anything rude to me. Because the second you give them an inch, they're taking a mile. The second you say, well, thanks, or something sarcastic or mean, the second you do that, when they think back on that situation, they think they have an excuse for how they acted because you said this, so they were allowed to act that way. But if they look back on the situation and they're like, she did literally nothing wrong. She was so nice. She didn't do, she didn't react to what I was giving her. The only person that reacted was you. So they're going to be like, oh, if they think back, some people may not think back. Some people literally don't care, but that's how I think of it. I want someone to look back on the situation and say, wow, she did nothing wrong. That was all me. Like she gave me nothing. And that's, I just want everyone to leave a confrontation argument or whatever it is. If I'm in that with someone that they were wrong and I didn't do anything wrong. And it's really, like I said, kind of just hard for me. I don't like yelling. I don't like and being mean or anything so in those situations like the thing that comes out of me is be nice say something like you don't obviously you hear this all the time you really don't know what they're going through and I actually heard on another podcast I listened to a lot of podcasts I heard on another podcast that this girl she literally just buried her husband she was 30 years old and just buried her husband and she made eye contact with a guy at a red light next to her and they just made eye contact and she was like he has no clue what I'm going through like absolutely no idea how many times do we make eye contact with someone a day and just assume wow they're so mean and grumpy or even they could be the nicest person they're so nice and deep down they could be struggling with their biggest battle like you really do not know what someone is going through so why are you going to take it out on them if someone is mean or something to me or is just so rude I've like like I said I've literally had so many encounters where people are just so rude and I don't take it to heart. You can't take it personal. Let them, if they're going to take it out on you, they're choosing to take it out on you. It's your choice what you do with that. If you take it back on them, okay, that probably, sometimes you just need to stand up for yourself and maybe say something or I'm not saying just wimp down and not say something. But at the end of the day, like, you are in control of what you do and how you react to a certain situation. You're not in control of anyone else. You're not, you don't know who that person is. You don't know anything about them. So step back and, well, how do I want to handle this situation? How would I handle this situation? Just because they're doing this does not give me the react, the right to react negatively back to them. And I feel like that's just kind of the headspace that I am in. And (laughs) definitely Josh has had to be like, Bethany, maybe you should stand up for yourself because I do cower down a little bit. If a restaurant makes my food wrong, I'm just going to eat it. I won't say anything. But he's like, but if you don't like it, just say something. And there's definitely, definitely not any, there's nothing wrong with standing up for yourself or doing like that. And I'm trying to find more of a balance because I definitely lean 
towards kind of more of a pushover. And as I'm getting older, I'm like, okay, I need to find a nice medium. Just because I don't like confrontation doesn't mean I can't stand up for myself and uh, say what I want. You know, say like, there's nothing wrong with saying, hey, like this is wrong. Do you mind fixing this for me? There's absolutely nothing wrong with that. That's not being mean or negative. That's just nicely asking, hey, like you didn't make this right. Would you redo it for me? Um, So I don't know. I feel like, that's just how I see situations. And um, when little things happen, I just let it go. I don't hold on to little things. If, like this morning, <laughs> Josh let the dogs in the bed to wake me up. So the jog- dogs were jumping over my head, but I had set up my uh, LaCroix on the headboard. I set it up there last night and the dogs knocked it over and it got water all over my head. And I was just laughed. Like if I let that, if I held on to that little thing that happened in the morning, if I woke up this morning, copper chewed on the remote. <laughs> like this is literally, this was literally this morning, copper chewed on the remote. So if I was so mad and angry that that water spilled on my head and then I get out of bed and Josh was like, oh, look, chop, copper chewed on our remote. Then I'm holding, I'm already holding on to the water. Now I'm holding on to the remote. I'm mad about that. That's two things before I even make it downstairs that I have held on to a situation that I could have easily just let go. Um, and then say I go in there and maybe I'm out of like my uh, water thing I forgot to fill up in this morning and um, there's no filtered water for me to drink. It takes 40 seconds to filter water. So this didn't happen, but I'm just saying little things keep adding up. If you're holding on to every little thing that happened before a new event happens, each little thing is going to, you're going to overreact over. So that's how I see it. I let, when I, I laughed, the dog spilt water on my head. Oh my goodness. It's going to dry. Like it's not a big deal. Copper tutor remote. Okay. We have another remote. We can get on Amazon. It's going to cost $6 to order a new one. If I got mad and held on to all these little events that are happening, I'm going to end up blowing up or getting mad at someone, yelling at someone over the tiniest thing and taking it out on someone when it's literally all these events that have just added up in my head. Like, say later today, I don't know, something happens, my Pilates class gets canceled and I've held on to all these little things throughout the day. I'm going to be mad. My whole day, I'm going to say my whole day is ruined. This has been an awful day. When in reality, you get to choose how you react to situations. And when I wake up in the morning, I want a good day. I don't want a bad day. I want to be in a nice mindset. I want to be happy. I want to see, like, I want to be nice to people. I want to be, I want to have energy and be in a happy mindset rather than just, oh, today is so bad. Could anything else go wrong? When you could, like, when most things that make us mad are the tiniest little things. And I just choose not to hold on to those. And I think that's helped so much. I try and like if anyone asks, that's what I'll say. Like don't hold on to the little things. The little things add up and you're overreacting on a big thing. And like I said, I never want to overreact to someone. I never want anyone to see me be mean or negative. I don't want that to be who Bethany Doolin is. When someone asks who I am, I don't want them to say, oh my gosh, like she's so hard to work with. Uh, She 
I did this one thing and she got so mad at me or anything like that. When I, when someone thinks of me, I want them to only think good things. I want them to only think positive things. And that is all me. I am in control of what people think about me. Yeah, of course, if I do something really nice, someone is may not see it the way I see it. But in the back of my head, I can be like, okay, well, I did everything in my power to do everything right. Not everyone is going to agree with you or not everyone is going to think what you did is amazing just because it helped you does not mean it's going to help them but you have to do what's best for you but I just I don't want anyone saying something bad about me I don't want if someone asks who I am and then they spit this out when I just had a bad day when I could easily you know what I'm saying? If I did have to go to work this morning and I held on to all of those things and I end up taking it out on a customer, then my my job looks bad. They may leave a bad review or if they're saying, oh yeah, I went to this place and ate, uh, but my server was so rude to me. That's going to give the person they're telling a negative outlook on the place that I work. And anything that revolves around me, I want to be happy rather than someone say oh I heard you went and got breakfast this morning um how was it and they're gonna be like oh my gosh it was amazing maybe my drink didn't get out within two minutes but the server was so nice the food was amazing if you portray yourself nicely you can easily have take control of a situation um there's been many times where I am serving that's what I do I'm a server right now I'm serving a guest and they've walked in and I can tell they're in a bad mood I can tell maybe whether it's a couple maybe they were fighting before maybe um they're just having a bad day they've got bad news whatever it is you can walk up to a table you've went out to eat before Josh and I've went out to eat before in the middle of a fight and our server for sure could tell we weren't in the best place so that's when I take it up on myself I'm not going to say they're in a bad place or they're not really the best today I'm not going to give them my best I'm still, good morning, how are you guys? Like, what can I get for you? I'm gonna check up on them. I'm gonna do whatever I can to improve their day. So hopefully when they leave this restaurant, they can go throughout their day and look at a situation better. Um, That's, I just, like, that's just what I try and do at work. Or when I'm going out and I am a person, if I can tell that server, maybe their other table is being really difficult. I may leave her a couple dollars more than I would have. I may be really nice to her and just show people grace. Um, If you're having a bad day, I'm not going to be like, oh my gosh, they're having a bad day. They were the worst person ever. I'm going to be like, I'm going to try to make their day better. Whether I am serving them or whether they're serving me or I'm at a grocery store and I'm in a line and that person is on their last hour of work and they just want to go home. I'm going to be like, hey, how are you? And they're going to, I'm going to try and talk to them. I'm going to have a conversation with them. And if they don't want to have a conversation, I'm just going to be like, bye. Thank you so much. Have a good day. Like, I I remember that when people do that to me. So I'm sure they may remember it, maybe not a year from now, but they're going to be like, okay, wow. Like, I only have an hour left of work. Like, thank you so much. If I have nice customers, I'm like, wow, they're so nice. Like yesterday, it was a Sunday. Sundays, we were crazy busy, but every one of my tables was so nice yesterday. And that made me want to serve them even more. When you are nice, when you're giving someone, they want to help you out more. And that's how you should look at it. If I do this for someone if I go an extra step if someone asks you to do something and you give them a little bit more they're not going to be mad they're gonna they're gonna be like wow she's amazing to work with wow she's whatever and my whole thing is I'm never going to burn a bridge I'm never going to 
you never know when you may need that person. This could be a friend. This could be a customer. I mean, you could meet someone and serve someone and not even know who they were. And maybe they're like, hey, pulled you to a side. And like, I've had multiple, I've heard multiple stories like this. They pull you aside like, hey, like I actually love your personality. Like you were amazing to us today. Um, would you mind come working for me for this job? And it could be a higher paying job. It could be something more you would like in your field. You never know who that person is. You never want, I never want to burn a bridge with someone when I don't know if they could give me something in return. And you, I don't look at it like that all the time, but I never want to, I feel like I'm kind of repeating myself here. I don't know, but I just don't want to be like, oh, they were the worst to work with and be really rude to them because Maybe they were, were a little difficult to work with, but also people grow year by year. So maybe 10 years down the road, if I showed them attitude or if I was mean to them because they were kind of annoying to work with, maybe 10 years they've matured, they've went a different way, they've corrected their self and they see things a little different. And when you walk up to them, they may ask you, hey, would you mind helping me out on this? And you work with them and it's amazing. But if you would have been so negative, I'm never going to work with you, send them a mean email, whatever it may be, go above their heads to their boss and say, this person was so annoying to work with, then they're never going to ask you maybe in the future if you want to do something with them. And that's obviously not the situation every single time, but that's kind of how I think about it. I don't want to burn bridges. You never know how that person could help you. You never know who that person could be. Um, like m- funny story, because my parents, not my parents, my mom and my So my grandma, my mom's mom, and my grandma, my dad's mom, they were in the exact same hospital room, the exact same hospital room, and gave, my mama gave birth to my dad, and my grandma, my mom's mom, gave birth to one of her brothers. They met each other before. She had no idea, wow, like, one of my, like, one of my girls that I had give birth to in a few years is going to marry this guy that is a baby right now. Like you never know how things connect. You never know who things are going to be. And if my grandma was so rude to her or they were just hated each other, you know, if there was something that happened and they were yelling at each other because they didn't like being in the same room and just overreacted when it happened, maybe say like my parents, when they met and then they're like, oh, I remember her. Like she was this mean lady in the hospital room or something like you can't date him. Like, you know, you, not that that even happened or would have happened, but you never know. So many things align in our lives. So many things, God just, it's his plan to do so. And you don't know when someone's going to come back into your life and if it's for the best. So big rant, I feel like, but I never hold on to the little things. I just let them go as they are. And I never burn bridges with anyone because it's never going to do anything, anyone any good. And I just want someone when they think of me to think of something positive or wow she was easy to work with etc so that's kind of how I see situations how I read situations is it help it has helped me so much it definitely comes more natural for me because like I said it is kind of more of a personality trait but if you do struggle with this just start off slow like it say you get water spilled on your head in the morning just say okay I'm gonna wake up I haven't even got out of bed yet why am I gonna start my day like this just start off slow letting things go don't let things build up inside of you if you do see more of a negative thing in your life, 
just little by little change something. And that's what I'm going to get into next is morning and night routines. I would want to do a whole episode on a morning and night routine because I love my morning routine and I'm starting to love my night routine. Night routines are a little hard for me, but a morning routine, I'm a morning person. I love a good morning routine, but I'm going to get into just a little things that I do to start my day off wrong. For a morning, I've I think I want to get more into this. I feel like when I do a full episode on this, but choose the things to do in your morning routine that you actually want to do. Don't choose the things that sound good. Don't say, I'm going to wake up every morning. I'm going to have a green smoothie. I'm going to go on a two mile walk. I'm going to do 30 minutes of stretching. I'm going to fix a breakfast. I'm going to um, clean the whole house up and then I'll be ready to start my day. Or I need to do all of that before nine so I can get to work by 930. If you don't love anything in that, why are you setting that as your morning routine? Do something that you wake every up every morning wanting to do. And that's something I've kind of changed my mindset on a little bit is I don't want to do this routine because it sounds nice. I want to do this routine because when I wake up every morning, I want to do it. So pick things to put into your routine that are going to set you up for goodness, set, set you up to just have a good day. Uh, don't pick things that really aren't going to help you at all. So for me, I need at least an hour to myself in the morning. I do not feel, I do not like to feel rushed. So I give myself an hour. I need to drink my coffee at home. I don't really like drinking my coffee on the go and I don't really like drinking my coffee at work. I want to drink my coffee sitting on my couch at home. So that's something I prioritize every morning because I know if I do that, I'm just going to be a better person throughout the day. Um, I, maybe do a small stretch. I may not say I need to do 15 to 30 minutes of stretchings because not all time, all mornings I have time for that, but I know I'm going to set up, set aside maybe five minutes in the morning to do a few stretches, really loosen up my body and get it going. I know I start off my day and I am a stronger person if I start off by praying and I read a devotional and I'm getting a, just in the right getting ready for what God has in store for me for that day. If I start off praying and just having an understanding of the day and ask God to guide me throughout the day and be a better person and everything that comes my way, will he make me stronger to handle the situation? Whatever year that is. So I need to pray. I need to drink my coffee and I need to do some stretches. Um, That could be anything for you. If you need to read a book, if you need to listen to a podcast, if you need to wake up and journal in the mornings because you kind of wake up and your head's clouded and you just need to get everything out. I choose to do that in prayer. You need may choose to do that by writing everything down. I even have a prayer journal. I write some of my prayers down sometimes because it just kind of gets them out of my head and it gets me thinking more than just saying a quick prayer in my head. I physically have to write it down and then focus on that. So pick things to do in your morning routine that you want to do my morning routine isn't too complex I've definitely said I want to vacuum the whole house I want to do this I want to do that before I go to work but it just doesn't stick and then you're going to end up getting mad at yourself when you get home like oh I didn't get any of that done this morning pick a different time to do that Josh and I have been wanting to take the dogs on a walk it's very hard for us to find the time to do that in the evenings so we've been trying to find the time to do that in the mornings Um, so just pick and choose what time slots you want to put things in your routine in the morning, because 
that's gonna be how you portray the day that's gonna set your day up to be good um I listen to a five minute I have a five ten minute drive to work so I listen to a five minute devotional podcast going to work as well instead of listening to one and a half songs on my way to work I'm also putting something in that's just five minutes that is a guy talking about it's called the morning mindset podcast and it's just five minutes of him just going over scripture or something like that so that is something I also choose to do you have all these little time slots in your routine that you can listen to something think about something read something whatever whatever it may be to just kind of set you up for a successful day I also choose to stay off my phone I don't roll over in bed and get on Instagram. I just get up and I start doing the little things I want to do. If you want to choose five to ten minutes to set aside to be on your phone in the morning, then that's what you're choosing to do. But if that affects you negatively, then maybe not do that. But if that affects you positively and makes you have a great day, then choose to do that. So basically, just choose things for a time slot in your morning choose a routine that suits you and that don't say well this person is doing this every morning so I want to do this this person's waking up at 5 30 every morning so I need to wake up at 5 30 every morning that may not be best for you you may need to sleep into 8 30 if that's the time you get up and you feel your best and you give everyone your best then that's what you need to do and I feel like I've come to more of a a conclusion on that on what I want my morning routines to look like and not what I think my morning routine should look like and I want to do a whole episode on getting off of your phone because that's something I've started to um, incorporate a lot is not diving into my phone not being in my life not into someone else's life that first hour that I wake up and then for a night routine I also try to choose to stay off my phone and if I am getting on my phone because more than likely I'm going to be on my phone I unfollow people that maybe isn't going to make me the happiest if you're on Instagram and you're like you're looking at someone oh I just wish I could be them their life looks so maybe just mute their page for a while if that's making you think negative thoughts don't follow them mute their page there's nothing wrong with that um listen if the news makes you sad don't listen to the news find another reliable source you can get information is will be but something that is going to affect you positively just following people in general throughout the day or leading into my night routine because I'm definitely on my phone a little more 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 in the evenings so I have found out that if I unfollow this person if I'm following people that are really maybe like right now I'm in a really healthy spot with health and fitness so I'm following a lot of people that motivate me to do that I'm following a lot of people that uh encourage you to pray post their morning devotions and have a relationship with God I'm following more people like that because when I see their content it's making me happier and improving my day maybe a year ago I probably should have and I did unfollow some fitness accounts and I probably should have muted a few more because when I saw that I wasn't thinking of that and seeing it in a positive way my mind was automatically I need to beat that person kind of like we talked at the beginning of this so mute things unfollow people delete apps that are making you feel bad and just get into the mindset that you don't need to be thinking what you're thinking So that's kind of what I do. You choose your routine. You choose what you put into your day. You choose how you act in your day. You are in control of that. 
You just need to find the little things to do that help you out. And that I feel like is a big reason that I feel like I can go throughout the day and be my best because I'm giving myself my best, but I'm also giving myself what I need. And also talk to others. There's nothing wrong with trying to understand how your family reacts to situations. When Josh and I talk and like we're, we constantly are talking and having conversations about how we see situations, what we think of this, what we would do if this happened. Be prepared and understand if this happens, Josh is probably going to react this way. My friend is going to react this way. My family is going to react this way. What can I do when you react this way? Not every single time I'm going to have a good day. If I do that morning routine, that's not guaranteed I'm going to have a good day, but I'm setting myself up so I there is a bigger possibility that I do have a better day. So have an open conversation with the people around you, the people that you love. How do you handle situations? How do you go through the day what do you want me to do when you react this way when you maybe are having a bad day what is something I can do so I know that I'm not making it worse so Josh and I have this conversation all the time if I if I had friends (laughs) but like family or friends just be open with them um I love the five love languages because that kind of follows into letting you understanding how someone wants to be loved so that's kind of what I think about as well just how does this person want to be loved but like also if this person is having a bad day if this person is a little more depressed today if this person is maybe having an amazing day but I'm having a bad day maybe just letting them know hey like I understand you're at a 10 right now you're your best but like I'm at a four right now And I love that you're at a 10 and I don't want to bring you down, but I'm just letting you know this is where I'm at right now. I'm not having the best day. My mind is kind of just cluttered with a bunch of things and this is where I'm at. I'm not, don't want to put you down. I don't want you to think I am mad at you or you're doing anything wrong. Like you're amazing. You're, I understand you're having the best day, but I'm not. So can, and just having that conversation helps so much. Like you're not, telling the other person hey you need to stop because I'm having a bad day and there's no reason you should be this happy they have all the right to be that happy because they're in control of how they see things and what they react to situations and maybe you're just having a bad day if you're having a bad day that does not give you the right to bring that person down because you're having a bad day you just need to communicate and I think that's what's helped Josh and I a lot and that's definitely what I'm trying to carry into future relationships that I have with friends and family is being able to let someone know where you're at um and I oh my gosh I feel like I it's like I read an article no to be honest I freaking saw a TikTok like my life revolves around TikTok but like I saw a TikTok and that's what and that's kind of what got me thinking of that she said every single day through quarantine obviously it's not the best time like maybe you're struggling your your environment is changing you're working from home whatever you may have lost your job whatever it is I mean, it's not easy. So every single morning, her boyfriend and her would wake up and they'd be like, where are you at? And he'd say, I'm at a four. She's like, okay, I'm at a nine. And throughout the day, hey, what, where are you at? And it's not, hey, how are you feeling? What are you doing? Maybe they don't want to express that to you that day, but they just spit out a number. Hey, I'm at an eight. And we all have a general idea of levels of where they're at. 
and especially someone you learn their levels very quickly on how they react or maybe what moods they're in so every single day throughout the day they would just maybe two to three times out of the day just check on each other it wasn't a deep conversation because maybe the other person didn't need a deep conversation maybe the other person didn't need a lecture maybe the other person didn't need you to do anything they just needed you to know and that was an easy way for them to know and I was like Josh this is literally so genius just to be able to say hey this is where I'm at there's nothing wrong with me being sad. There's nothing wrong with me being happy. But having an understanding of where your uh, spouse, family, mom, dad, sister, even parents and kids, just letting each other know this is where I'm at. So maybe if I'm at a four, don't expect me to maybe be so happy when you have this good news. Of course, I'm happy for you. But like where I'm at right now, I may not if I jump up and down or whatever it is, if I'm at a 10, it's very fake. And I don't want to give you something fake. I want to give you who I am. And being able to understand that with someone is, I think, the best that you can do. So definitely talk to others. Let them know. Like Josh and I, that was something in our first couple years of dating is understanding, okay, you see things this way. I see things this way. Where can we compromise? Um, I know Josh is not going to be just like me. I mean, he shouldn't, and I'm not going to be just like Josh, which I shouldn't. We're going to react to situations completely different because we are completely two different people. But being able to understand why they're reacting to that this way, that's what, that's how we made it this far. That's how we got married. That's how we, when we fight, we get over it. That's how we love each other because we understand who the other person is more than anyone in this world. And we choose to wake up every morning, let each other know we choose to put God first in our relationship. All these things bring you back to just being able to go throughout the day the happiest you can be. And that's kind of what my podcast was about today is just changing your mindset, finding little things you can do, uh, understanding why you're doing these little things. How do you want to portray yourself? Who do you want to be to the world? Who do you want? Who like me, I want people to look at me and be like, oh, okay, she believes in God. She follows God. She she is a Christian. Why is she reacting this way? Then they're going to have a negative outlook on how Christians are. And maybe they won't want to have a relationship with God because why would you have a relationship with God when they're doing this? Maybe they're not like, you know what I'm saying? Everything I do, I want it to portray me in a good way. I want people I feel like I've said that the whole podcast, but you get what I'm saying. Everything throughout your day, you're leaving a little mark on someone. And I want that mark to be a positive one. I want that person to enjoy meeting with me, enjoy me being their server, enjoy me coming through their line at the grocery store, whatever it may be, a friendship, anything. That's how I see things. And that's definitely, like I said, they're very easy for me. I don't really struggle yeah it i have very few negative days throughout the year sometimes i'm stressed sometimes days i see more towards a negative way but i feel like i easily get out of that mindset more and i don't stay in that where other people may be in that mindset and it may last the whole day but that's just who you are and there's nothing wrong with that but you need to find a place that makes you happy you need to find the place where you're at what understand how you react to situations just like you understand how other people react to situations but you need to be your best self before you can give anyone your best self if i'm having a bad day i need to 
okay, what can I do to fix this? What can I do to do that? Maybe I went through all my morning routine. I had a good morning, but then uh, one or two o'clock comes and something happened and I'm like, oh, I'm so stressed. All this is happening. What can I do to get myself out of that situation? And figure out it by yourself and be figure figure like be yourself and put yourself first before you can put anyone else first if you don't take time to yourself if you don't do the things that make you happy how do you expect to give someone your best self that's what I do I know I need that hour in the morning to drink my coffee do my stretch read my devotion whatever it may be I know I need that to give someone my best self and that's what I do. I prioritize that. Prioritize the little things in your life. Make time. We, we, like, there's so much time if you really break down. I'm doing this much time, this, this much time, this. It's like, if we had an extra hour in the day, I asked that question to Lauren on uh, the last episode. If you had an extra hour in the day, what would you do? Like, there's, you can always make time. You can always readjust your schedule. You can wake up earlier. You can sleep in if you need more sleep. Whatever it may be, just set time aside to do something that's going to set you up for success that day. And that is the moral of the story. I I literally love talking about this. I just, I think I love talking in general, but I just kind of want to talk about this. I've been wanting to do this episode since I uh, first started my podcast because I think it would give you a little more, a little more, get to know me a little more better a little more better. That's a sentence. Get to know me better and understand who I am and everything like that. And that's kind of what I want this podcast to be. That's why I started doing uh, kind of weekly wraps or whatever you want to call it before the episode. So I'm not just coming on here spinning information at you and you're like, huh? Because I like listening to podcasts where I know a little bit about their life. I know what's going on. I know you feel like you're best friends with the person. Like every podcast I listen to, I'm like, I feel like I'm your best friend. Like you're telling me everything. I love listening. Oh my gosh, I'm sorry. I love listening to the podcast and the conversations you're having and everything like that because you let me into your life. So that's what I'm trying to do. I'm trying to do little episodes where you get to know me more and putting my life more so at the beginning of the episodes. I hope this helps someone. I hope I um can you some of you can relate to me and I hope some of you can't relate to me and maybe this helped you or maybe you want to start incorporating something little to make you be a more positive person and just in a healthier mindset not even if you're the most positive person ever just getting yourself in a healthy mindset throughout the day throughout the week which is also just gonna you're gonna look back on a year and say wow that was amazing or a day or just a little event if you go into that with a negative mindset you're probably gonna leave with a negative mindset rather if you go in it with a positive and something bad happens you're not gonna just damper your mood even more I could ramble about this forever and I feel like I would just sit here and repeat myself all day. But that is it. Um, I hope you enjoyed. If you did, leave a comment, download this episode, uh, give it all the attention that you need. And I hope you come back for my next episode with um, another friend. She was actually in my wedding. I feel like I'm knocking out, not in my wedding, but was a part of my wedding she was our videographer editor so I feel like I'm knocking out everyone that was in our wedding uh but I'm trying to interview people that I want to hear about their story a little bit more so next week we will have a guest and let me know if you like just me talking or if you like more 
um, guest related episodes. Um, but that is it for this week's episode. I really hope you enjoyed and come back for my next episode. Bye.